Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is 66 Devotions from 66 Great Books, and the author is Dr. Perrin Rice. So I did have the opportunity to talk to uh, Dr. Perrin uh, on my radio program, and boy, was he able to share a lot of great information about his book. I think that you are really going to enjoy this one. Now, I have been told that I have a caller on the line. I do hope that it is our guest of the of the day, and let's see who it is. Hello, hello. This is Dr. Angela. Who do I have on the line? Hello, Dr. Angela. This is Perrin Rice. Hello, Dr. Perrin. Thank you so much for making the call today. Now, I love the title of your book. It gives everyone a, a little sample of what they're going to get. They know they're getting 66 great devotions. So I have to ask you this. Why was it important to do all 66? Sure. Well, um, what I have learned, Dr. Angela, and this is just from all the years of preaching and pastoring and Bible studies and things along that line, is that there are certain books of the Bible that um, we tend to ignore. Um, we don't spend a lot of time with these books, and so we're unfamiliar. And, and these books are, are crucial to our faith formation and understanding what the Lord is doing or what the Lord wants to do. In our lives, the easiest way, I believe, to introduce these books was to set up a devotion from each of them. Uh, now, some of them are easier than others. <laughs> some of them are, are really short, so it's hard to find the devotion from some, but, but just the same, that was the, the purpose behind it. Absolutely, absolutely, and and you're and you're really right because there are some books of the Bible that I think if we were to ask some folks, uh, did you know this was included, they would go, where is that? Uh, never, never heard of that one. So you are you are so right there. We do tend to give a little bit more attention to certain books and and not the the others. Uh, I love that. I love that. Now, did you? 
have a particular inspiration or a particular nudge. I know many times uh, someone in our lives may say, you know, you, you, I love the stories that you tell or you presented that so well, you should turn that into a book. Did you have such inspiration or a particular nudge that really said now is the time to write this book? Well, sure. Uh, my wife and I, for many years, we did a, uh, uh, a weekly devotion called The Weekly Word. Uh, it started when I was pastoring the Faith Covenant Presbyterian Church in America in uh, the southern sector of Dallas, Texas. And it began just as a way for me to get a quick word to the members as well as announce things that were happening in the church. Well, the members began to share those devotions with their coworkers. And then their coworkers contacted me and, 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 with, and friends and family. They would contact me and they would ask me to send it to them directly rather than it being forwarded to them. And this continued for about a year. And then after that, I just said, okay. I told my wife, I said, well, let's just open it up and, and see how it goes. And it grew. So we started sending it, I think, originally to maybe um, 20 to 25 people from the church that I was serving. Uh, and it swelled to over 400 some odd folks um, over the next couple of years or so. So we had quite a few emails, which included different publications, the magazines in different parts of the country. Uh, but at the end, to, to fully answer your question, the nudge was the fact that people wanted to hear more from the Word of God. And I said, okay. Um, what if we put something together that uh, provided a word from the Lord from every one of the books of the Bible that would help to introduce people to books like Nahum and Zechariah and Zephaniah and, and Second and Third John and Jude, uh, things like that, and books like that rather. And um, it seemed to have worked out okay. So that's, that's the impetus, if you will, for this book coming into being. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I like that. I like that. And I think that it, it ends up being a very wonderful thing when someone that we are um some that someone that we love, someone that we trust their opinion, uh confirms for us what we kinda perhaps had down in our spirit anyway, and it was, Okay, God, I think this is what you're telling me to do and then that person comes along and, and confirms it. So and in your case those people come along and confirm it. I think that I think that is awesome. Now, have you found that there is any particular type of word that um, the, the world is longing to hear more of. When we look back over the topics that we have heard in church, there used to be a time where it was very much, you know, fire and brimstone. Then there was a time where it was very much about the abundance that God has for us. Uh, we, we talk about God's love, but have you, have you found that there's a particular topic that your audience really wants you to hone in or, or tell them a little bit more about? Sure, sure. Thank you for asking. That's a great question and very pertinent. Um, there, there are two areas in particular right now, and these have even increased since the last time we were able to talk, um, that um, are really crucial, I think, to the, the body of Christ. And, and we're seeing it played out on a regular basis. Uh, one is um, inclusivity, um, being able to allow people to come to the Lord as they are and to trust that the Lord will continue to bless all of us 
as we find our way in God's will as to what God would have us to do. So we, we stop with all of, of the restrictions and, and these types of things that, that the church for a very long time um, pushed forward. So, and, and, in, and the message, the gospel, is an inclusive message, um, even though it would begin with Jesus Christ speaking with the Jews. Uh, the, the gospel would, even in the time of Christ, would extend beyond them. Uh, hence the woman at Jacob's well, the Samaritan woman, the Syrophoenician woman. You have all of these folks uh, that would be brought into the fold, if you will. So the gospel was inclusive from the beginning, uh, and, and people are craving that. They're, they're looking at that. The second thing, which is just as important, maybe even a little bit more important, that is the message of social justice. Um, the gospel had, is replete with stories um, and, and, and texts and scriptures that speak about how we are to uh, be a voice for the voiceless and stand in the gap for those who can't stand, um, how we are to be there as a deliverer, as a rescuer for those who stand in need of that, how we are uh, to be intercessors in prayer and then even in life for those who can't do for themselves. Um, and how we ought to make sure, as best as we can, that equity is seen in this existence, not equality. Oh, that's important, too. Don't get me wrong. Equality is important. But equality does not always meet the needs. Equality means we all get the same thing, and sometimes some of us need a little more than others. That's what equity does. And, and the gospel speaks uh, in favor of these things. And, and those are the types of messages right now that many of the people that um, I get a chance to spend time with, I get a chance to talk to, either are asking for or uh, recognize that they are in need of. So those two, inclusion, I'm sorry, inclusion and social justice are crucial right now. I could not agree with you more, and, and thank you so much for, for explaining that difference, because I think that many times people do get equity and equality uh, confused, or they, they use them interchangeably, and they, they don't actually mean to do that. So thank you. Thank you so, so much for, for that, and you are, you are so right. Now that the world is starting to uh, come out of the pandemic, as of today, uh, according to the news, uh, we are no longer in a pandemic state. The numbers have dropped so low that we are now uh, out of being officially in a pandemic. Praise the Lord for that. So that means that our lives are starting to change and we're starting to go back to a very normal uh, way of doing things, even though it is a a new normal. Um, How do you believe that um, that churches or those that are in ministry uh, or authors out there that want to address this new normal, uh, what is one thing that we can do to, to make sure that we don't lose what we've gained during the time of pandemic? Sure. Well, well first of all, I agree with you. Praise the Lord for where we are right now. Uh, uh, the Bible speaks of, and, and many of us can attest to, that Jesus is a healer. So we are grateful for this, definitely. But the Bible also says that we are to be as wise as serpents and as gentle as doves. Um, now, that text oftentimes is, is referring to how we treat people and how we deal with people. 
But uh, for this particular moment, I would like to, to use it uh, and simply by saying it, the, the being wise as a serpent can be looked at as having common sense. Um, <laughs> COVID-19 and all of the variants that are seemingly coming and going uh, is, is not gone. It's still here. So we don't need to act as if it's not here. So we still should take those types of precautions uh, to remain safe. Um, but it is, uh, as the scripture says, in, I believe in, in the Gospel of John, that Jesus said that I have come, that you are to have life and have it more abundantly or have it to the full. So life is meant to be lived. Um, and the fear uh, is not something, fear is not something that the Lord has given to us, uh, as what uh, I believe First Timothy uh, points out. So we are, we're not to be to live lives afraid of things, but we are to be smart. You know, um, when I was a kid, old folks in the country used to call it mother wit. <laughs> mother wit was uh, a, a way of saying have some common sense <laughs> in what it is that you're, that you're doing, and, and we've all been blessed with that. So, yes, we should get back into life. We should get back into, into missions. We should get back into fellowship. Uh, 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 I would encourage if people, if you are comfortable enough, to get away from the screens and go see people now and spend some time in, in company with each other again. Um, but be smart. I cannot agree with you more, Dr. Perrin. Do it, but just be smart about it. I love it. I love it. Well, listeners, I wanted to take a few moments just to figure out what episode it was. If you want to hear more of this conversation that I have with Dr. Perrin, you can find us on Daily Spark with Dr. Angela. That's my radio program. It is episode 405. That is episode 405, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you did not catch it live, you can always catch the replay on the streaming platforms. Dr. Perrin, thank you so much for spending time with me here too. Day, I appreciate your being on. Oh, thank you. It's an honor to be able to spend time Absolutely. with you and all of your listeners. Absolutely. God bless you and your ministry. Thank, thank you. you. So you're welcome. Thank you so much. And listeners, of course, you know that the book is available on Amazon or where books are sold. You can find it in Kindle, hardcover, as well as paperback. And a shout out to all of our countries that made the leaderboard this month. This week, it is home home country of USA, number one. Thank you so much. Philippines, number two. Number three is Australia. Number four is the UK. And number five, my neighbors to the north in Canada. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and making the show a international success. As always, may you have a very amazing day today, but may you also have a really, really great health, and may you do it with a good book. Until next time, everyone, be well. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.